some creative ways to navigate challenging times today on Coach's Corner. Hey friends, welcome to another edition of Coach's Corner. I'm your host, Robert Imbriali. Thank you so much for joining me today. I've been uh, in the coaching world for a very long time. Started actually coaching professionally in 1995 uh, at a time when nobody really knew what coaching was. It was kind of a brand new uh, you know, thing that people had no idea. I, I put business coach on my business card. And I remember handing my business card out at a networking event one time and people looked at it and go, business coach, what's that mean? <laughs> they had no idea. It was new, you know, coaching wasn't a thing. But today, you know, there's a lot of coaches out there. There are a lot of people who are doing a lot of coaching. And uh, I've been blessed to be in this industry for a very long time. Real excited about that. And not only that, it's, uh, you know, I've grown a lot and I've learned a lot. And uh, it gives me the opportunity to be here every week with you and share some of the things that I've learned. I'm just going to turn on the video here so I make sure I can monitor it, make sure that uh, everything is going smoothly. Um, today, I wanted to talk to you about, you know, we know um, right now we're living in some really challenging times, right? It's it's certainly not as easy as it was, and things are a little bit more challenging going forward. Uh, we're looking at, the, you know, an example, simple example this morning. I had seen gasoline at a station right around the corner here. It was $5.49 a gallon on Tuesday. On this morning, it was $5.89, so it had gone up 40 cents in two days. Uh, you know, this is one of the things, one of the challenges that we're facing. Not just gasoline, though. Prices are going to go up on, on everything because fuel is involved in pretty much everything that we do. It's even involved in growing vegetables and transporting those vegetables to uh, the grocery store. So when it's involved there, you know prices are going to start uh, jumping uh, quite significantly. And, you know, a lot of people will look at what's going on right now and they'll get kind of like skittish about it. And they'll go, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And there's a couple of reactions you can have. And I know a lot of people will react and, and uh, they're not proactive. They're reactive to the situation. And what they're going to do is they're going to recoil. You know, I see this a lot. People just recoil and they say, well, I'm not uh, going to do anything. I'm just going to, uh, you know, <laughs> bury my head in the sand or hang low and just let the stuff pass by. That's a strategy, right? That's one thing you certainly can do that. And I know a lot of people are, are going to do that and are doing that. Uh, I hear it. I, I get calls during the week and I see messages that people send me and, and uh, you know, I get the feeling for what's really going on out there. But I have a different solution today I want to talk to you about. Uh, it is really tapping into this muscle that we have called creativity. And uh, a lot of people don't use their creativity very often, or they use it occasionally. They might doodle. They might do something like that. They may do a little art, and they say, well, I can be creative here. But the reality is, why do we have this gift? Why do we have this ability to be creative, to think outside the box, to think differently, and, and to navigate life in a different way? Is for times like this. I, I really believe that it's true. Now, you know, in my life, I've always been the person who looks for problems that I can solve. It's like my biggest joy is to find something that's not working and then find a way to either solve it or get around it somehow or find a different way to create the same result, never losing sight of what the goal is. And it's really a helpful uh, you know, gift to have that and to be able to do that kind of thing and be able to, uh, you know, look at what's in front of you and say, okay, I can't go any further here, but I'm not going to lose sight of the goal. What I really want is over there, I'm going to get there. 
You know, Tony Robbins always talked about it. it. Says, you know, if you're heading for the mountains, it's great. You know, that the goal is the mountains, 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 the mountains. You're getting there, you're driving there, and when you get there, you might realize the road you're on doesn't quite go up the mountains. So you've got to find a side road, a back road, you know, a trail, you know, whatever. There's a lot of different choices when you get there, and a lot of things you need to do to be able to get to the top of that mountain if that's really the goal for you. And it's the same in life. It's the same in pretty much everything that we're involved in, everything that we're doing is we've got to find creative ways uh, to get around things. So, you know, take the example of the gasoline, the high gas prices. If if it, you're commuting every day and, you know, your, your commute's getting more expensive, your food's getting more expensive, you find ways to operate within the budget that you have, right? And there's certainly a lot you can do within that. And I've learned that over the years, many times having, you know, financial troubles over the, over the past years and, and being able to be creative about how I, I made things happen. I'll give you a quick example of that. And uh, it was back in 2000 when I first moved to San Diego. Uh, you know, I wasn't doing very well business-wise when I was in Chicago, and I moved out to San Diego. I needed to change the environment for myself and and try to do something different and, and get into a new environment, new energy, new everything. I really wanted to be out here in San Diego. I came here in 97 uh, when I did my training with Tony Robbins. I thought, wow, this is, I could live here. This is a wonderful place. I could certainly live here. So I got here, and I spent two days looking for a place to live. And it was kind of interesting because I had a budget in mind. I was going to spend this much money every month and that I was comfortable with that. And I didn't realize that rents out in California, yeah, they're a little bit more expensive than they were in Chicago. In fact, it was more than double what I was paying in Chicago. This is back in 2000, this is 22 years ago, right? And I thought, wow, this is crazy. This is amazing how uh, how different it, uh, you know the prices is. So it was not in my budget to be able to afford it, but I really wanted to live as close to the ocean. It was really it wasn't a great apartment, but at the time for me, it was like really a nice place to be. I liked the location. I liked the people that were around there, and I thought I really want to be here. And so I sat in that rental office that day, and I remember doing this. It's like, okay, you know, this is above what I had planned to spend. This is much more money. And then I asked myself, do I really want to live here? And the answer for me was, yeah, I did. I absolutely wanted to, to live there. So what I did is I pulled out, you know, I had a, a, a planner with me at the time, and I always had a pen with me. I always had that. So I sat down in that office, and, and while I was waiting my turn to be showed the apartments, I said, okay, instead of asking the question, how, you know, I can't afford this and saying I can't afford this is what, what I normally do. And I, I asked the question, I changed it. And I said, how could I afford this? What would I need to do to be able to afford to live here? So I made a list. I think it was either 12 or 14 things I put on the list of everything that I could do. And then I put a number next to it. How much could I sell it for? Now, it was, it was a list that made the rent of the apartment look like nothing. It was like, yeah, if I did these things, no problem. So I signed the lease, moved in. And then I got my phone line, and the first thing I got was a phone line and internet. I got those two things connected, and then I hit the ground running. I went down the list that I had written. I just went down every one of those things. I didn't get all of them done. I think I got maybe six out of the 12 or 14 that I had on the list done, and I was able to pay the rent for four months out of just what I did in that first month. And I said, okay, I don't need to worry anymore. That was a great solution. Just changing the question uh, really made a big difference for me. So how can I afford it? What can I do? What are things that I know how to do? What are things I could sell? Uh, what are things I could help people with that they need help with, uh, you know, that I could, uh, you know, charge for? And I looked at how much money I could charge. And certainly that was my creative solution to not having, you know, it in my budget to pay for the rent the way I wanted to pay for it. And, you know, it worked out. And I really hit the ground running when I first got here to San Diego. And, uh, you know, six months into it, I was speaking at, 
uh, learning annex, and then after that, uh, I got a better apartment, and uh, you know, I was, I was having more and more clients, and it really worked out. I started to do seminars, and uh, you know, everything that I wanted to do and I envisioned doing, I was able to do. Although we always in life run into obstacles, right? There's no straight line. A lot of us think, oh, success is just this. It's not this, it's this, you know? And sometimes it's this and this, and sometimes you go backwards and sometimes you drop. It's, it's really, that's the way it is. And it's especially true now when we're looking at, you know, the kind of uh, situation we're living in and the challenges that we're seeing and rules are changing literally by the hour. It's so funny sometimes because people say, is this still legal today? Can I do this? Can I do that? It's like the, the laws aren't being debated. They aren't going through the normal processes. They're not, you know, allowing people time to catch up. They're just basically stating them, signing a sheet of paper, and here's the new law. They call it mandates, right? And they just put those things out there. Things are changing so quickly. It's really difficult to keep up. Uh, it's almost, for a lot of people, a full-time job. Now, this is where your creativity comes in, right? Because you know that you're going you're gonna to be going along, and there's going to be an obstacle put in the way. So what can you do? Think of your GPS in your car. Your GPS is a fascinating device. It's one of those things that uh, has always amazed me from the time it came out. It's always been very amazing. And what I mean by that is if you put in your destination, right? So you say the goal. What's the goal? My goal is I want to go here. And you tell the GPS, this is where I'm going. And it's going to give you a route. And it's going to say from where you are to get here, here's what I suggest. Here's the road I suggest you take. And you go, you get on the road, you start driving, all of a sudden there's construction. And now you can't go the route that it said, now you're getting detoured. What does the GPS do? Does it go, huh, okay, he's lost, I'm shutting down now, I'm going home for the night. No, what does it do? It reroutes you. It finds a new way around. And if, what if you miss your turn? What if you're following the directions and you weren't paying attention, you were listening to my podcast or something while you're driving, and you missed your turn? What does your GPS do? Does it say, oh, that bonehead. I would give up. No, it reroutes you again. It finds another way, right? It'll say either go to the next light, make a U-turn, turn right here, go around the block, you know, whatever. It'll, it'll find a new way. So it's very instructive for us when things get challenging to be in that situation where we can say, okay, I know that, uh, you know, here's my goal. Here's what I want to create. Here's my business. Here's my relationship. Here's how much weight I want to lose. Here much, here's how much money I want to make. Here's how I want to build my business. Here's what my business should look like. Whatever the goal is, as long as we don't lose sight of it, as long as we put it in our mind and we don't lose sight of it, we can make it happen. But You've got to be very creative. You've got to be able to pull that creative muscle out and, and try to figure out as best you can ways to get around whatever obstacles are being thrown at you. Now, here's the cool thing. You don't have to do this alone. A lot of people say, I'm alone. I don't have anyone to go to. And the truth of the matter is, is we've got to get out of that mindset. And we've got to be able to say, okay, I have other people in my world, other people in my life that I can go to and talk to and ask for what? Ask for support. So uh, those of you may or may not know, I was uh, interviewed by Mike, my friend Mike Capuzzi a couple of weeks ago. We po he posted the podcast episode this week, and I had a chat with him after the, after the podcast was posted. Um, I got on a call with him this week, and I said, here's my new project, Mike. Here's what I'm working on, and here are the obstacles I've run into. And we just brainstormed it for literally five minutes. He gave me two or three ideas that were fantastic that allowed me to get past you know, the challenges that I was running into, and all of a sudden I had flow again. So sometimes it doesn't have to come out of your head. Sometimes all you need to do is ask for a little support, ask for a little help. 
And that made a world of difference to me, right? It, and, and, you know, it gets you out of, the, out of the rut. A lot of times what we end up with is, you know, we get stuck and we're heads against the wall and we don't see anything. All we see is the wall. But somebody else who's not there can see around the wall, above the wall, maybe below the wall, right, and can see the way around it. And that's really in a lot of ways how I explain what coaching is. People say, what is coaching, Rob? What is coaching? And I say, coaching really is this high-level view where you can see what's going on. You're not involved emotionally in the situation, so you're not seeing right against the wall like that person that you may be coaching is. But you're able to see the way around it. You're able to see the, the, the pathway that they can take to get around whatever the obstacle. Ultimately, we're, the, we're human GPS in a lot of ways to help people get to their goals, right? So that's what I, I want to impart this on you because this is really important right now, especially when things are going off the rails. Now, as a coach, you know, people are going to call you. You know, people are going to be asking. They're going to say, what do I do? How do I do it? I'm stuck. And they're getting stuck a lot more often now. I'm finding that when it used to be kind of like here and there, now it seems like almost a daily occurrence that people are stuck. And they're going, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I, I, you know, and, you know, I have that gift of being able to see beyond the obstacles or seeing ways around the obstacles. You're either going to go over it. You're going to go around it. You're going to go through it. Or sometimes you can go under or you can tunnel under it. But there's going to be a way to get past it. There always is. No matter what the obstacle is, you're going to find a way to get past it. And that's why, uh, you know, a lot of people use their creativity, but they don't really recognize that their creativity is good, not just, you know, when they're doodling or when they're doing art or doing things. It's, it, it applies in all areas of your life. It can apply in your relationship, too. Relationships not working well? Well, you know, if you keep doing the same thing, what are you going to get? The same result. And the, that result, you already know you don't want that. It's not working for you. So what are some creative solutions you could try to change the dynamic of the relationship? Right. We be in a relationship with your significant other, your kids, uh, your cousins, your friend, your mother, your father uh, or your clients. Right. You sometimes you have a relationship with your clients. It's just not working. Try something different. So, for instance, I, I had one this week where uh, I had a client that was a little upset and you know, I was upset with them at the same time. And, you know, instead of doing this, what I said is I'm going to reward you. If you will take this action, I'm going to give you a reward for doing it instead of Butthead, you know, butting heads with them. And all of a sudden, it was like completely diffused it. And they said, really? And I said, yeah, if you go take this step, which you've not been willing to take, if you take it, I'm going to reward you. And it worked. <laughs> it's like they went out next day, got it done. Where, you know, we were doing this, doing this, doing that. I'm not doing it. I don't want to do it. I would do it. Forcing them. It's no good. But holding the carrot out, finding a creative solution to it seemed to have done the trick, seemed to have worked. So, now, I'm asking you to be a little bit more creative. I'm asking you to think outside the box, think away from the box. Um, look at other people in similar situations. Look at people who had similar challenges and find out what they did to get around them, right? That's always helpful, too. And if you don't know, like I said, you could set up groups. You know, we have uh, an interesting time that we're living in right now. We have a lot of these challenges going on. And a lot of people are feeling very lonely. They're feeling alone. They're feeling like uh, they don't have anybody in their life. And the truth is, there's a lot of people. If you look at your Facebook feed alone, how many of those people, you know, that we you loosely use the word friends actually are friends and actually would help if you put, here's what I'm struggling with on Facebook. I'm looking for some suggestions. You know what happens? You, you see those posts, right? People say, hey, I've got this health issue. And all these people chime in with, here's what I would try. Try this, try this, try this, try this. And it's like, you know, hundreds of sometimes of comments that come back. We have this, but none of us ask 
for the help, you know. And sometimes that's all it requires is just one post. And here's what I'm challenged with. I don't know how to get past it. And I can get past it. There's another thing you can do that works really well. You can set up a mastermind. Get some like-minded people, people who aren't going to be confrontational so much but are going to be supportive of you, and, and you're going to be supportive of them, and you could create a weekly Zoom meeting. They don't have to be in the same city. They don't have to be in the same state. They don't have to be in the same country. Zoom is so good that we have people on our mastermind in Germany. We have people sometimes that come from Australia, sometimes in Puerto Rico, sometimes in Costa Rica. It doesn't matter where they are. It's all real time. And we can all get together every week and we hammer things out. So the person will bring uh, one of the challenges they're faced with. They'll bring it up and they'll say, here's what I'm faced with. Here's what I'm working on this week. And then you've got all these other people who have ideas, who have resources, who have seen this before and can do something that, you know, that can really help. And they all chime in. And we're all sitting there taking notes and going, yeah, that's a really good idea. And you find out that, you know, helping somebody else is actually, you know, useful for you, too. You can use that same strategy and it helps. And some people says, well, you know, I have this PDF. I'll send you its instructions for this or I have this resource. Let me send you the link. And this happens every week. So we put together a mastermind and, and that is really helpful. It's really useful uh, to be part of it. You don't feel so alone. Right. And, and a lot of challenge what we have right now is we've all been separated for two years and now we're kind of coming out of it. I think it, it, you could, it's safe to say the pandemic is pretty much over, except for California, which they're doubling down on, on their mandates. Go figure, California. Right. And, you know, we're, we're, we're starting to come back together, but we're still a little afraid. There's a little bit of trepidation there. So it's going to take a little while before we feel comfortable again to go out to the restaurants and hang out with our buddies at the coffee shop and, and do that. You know, I'm not there. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm afraid of it, but I know a lot of people are a little, a little skittish because, you know, for two years, it's been fear, 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 fear. And, you know, we're beyond that now. So that's over. Now what can you do? Can you get back uh, together and start meeting with people again? So if you can't do it, you know, Zoom is a nice alternative, and, and I really suggest setting up a Zoom group. Uh, literally, I mean, it's like $15 a month to have an account with Zoom. And you can have 100 people on a call. Uh, you know, it's silly not to do it. It's a tool, right? It's just a tool that you can use, and you can get together with people so you're not so alone. And then the challenges that you face tend to go away because there's always somebody that knows how to get around it or can give you ideas or thoughts or maybe a different way of seeing it, a different perspective, or what we call a reframe, Right. You're seeing it one way, one way, one way all the time, but somebody can give you a reframe and say, well, what if you saw it this way instead? What if you flipped it on its head? What if you turned it five degrees to the right? Would it, would it look a little bit different? And that may be all you need to take it to the next level. That may be all you need to get past that, whatever that block is. So I'm going to leave you with this today. I'm going to leave you with really paying attention to your ability to you know, exercise that creativity muscle. We all have it. Some of us use it more than others. I use it all day, every day, no matter if it's software, if it's writing, if it's you know coaching, if it's whatever. Uh, I'm always using it because I'm always looking for new solutions to problems that I run into. And anytime I run into something you know on the web or, or whatever that I'm working on and I can't figure it out, I always know there's another way to get there. Right? There's never just one path. So whatever it is that's in front of you, <clears throat> whatever you feel that's blocking you, just know there are a lot of other ways to get around it. You may not see them. And that's the time you reach out and you say, help, I need a little bit of help. Uh, can somebody help me with this? I need to see uh, what the next stage is, what the next phase is. I'd love to be able to get past this. I want to how to get past it. Can you help? People love to help, right? You know how good it feels to help somebody. Well, guess what? Everyone else feels that way too. So if you post it 
in a group or you post it on your Facebook feed <clears throat> or whatever social network you're on, uh, you know, you're going to get help. People are going to reach out because they really enjoy it. It makes them feel good to be able to reach out and help. So hopefully this, this is uh, something that's going to help you be a little bit stronger and get past some of the things we're running into. Uh, like I said, we're going to need to be a lot more creative as things, you know, tighten up and get a little harder as we go forward here. You can see things, you know, the pressure is already mounting. Um, so we're going to need to be creative. We're going to be, be really relying on that muscle. But don't do it alone. Go out there and set up your group. Set up your group now before you need it and uh, start meeting with people and start inviting people to your group. People love it. You know, our, our Friday group, everyone just looks forward to that. It's like that one moment of the week where you get to really help other people and, and you know, maybe get a little bit of help for something you're struggling with. It's really a cool thing. So I don't encourage you uh, to do that. And, uh, you know, remember, if you need help, the only way you're going to get it is if you ask. If you suffer in silence, you're not getting any help, right? It's not going to be any better for you. So let's make that happen. Let's have a little bit of fun this week. Let's be a little bit more creative. Let's get past whatever the blocks are that are stopping us. It's time. Uh, we need to be very flexible. We need to remain strong, but we need to be very flexible as well. And uh, we will get through whatever's coming next, whatever difficulties that we're going to see coming next. All right. With that, I want to say thank you so much for watching today. I really appreciate it. And uh, if you find this of value, please share it with your friends, your followers, and make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you like this, give it a thumbs up, give it a like, and, uh, you know, that'll help other people see it as well. And we'll look forward to doing this again next week. Thanks so much for watching, everyone, and uh, have a great week.